welcome to Wednesday's Truth Talk. Wednesday's Truth Talk. I just got Truth Talk on my mind. Wednesday's Lunch Plus with Truth Talk. It's a Truth Talk day here. We have an awesome episode in store for you. And as you're hopping on, we're going to tell you what's in store. But make sure you go ahead and share the broadcast because it's going to be a great day today. Wednesdays are some of my favorite. I'm on right now with the one and only Mr. Kevin Nowicki. And Good so morning. we are going to be telling you about what's coming up today. But before we do, hello, Kevin. Hello, Chris. Hello, George, my husband. Uh, Lisa Lamb. I love Lisa. Hi, Joni. Hi, buddy. Hi, Miss Crabtree. Miss Chris Crabtree is on and watching. We're super excited to have you with us. And here's why. Here's what we've got in store for you today. It's Wednesday, so you know what that means. It's a food mash day. And as we've been promising you, it's a four-course meal today. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. And then after food mash, we're going to hop into what's good with Abby. Have you missed Abigail in finding out what's good I have. So we've got a What's Good with Abby, followed by Confessions with Buddy. It's going to be awesome. And then, as we put in the description, probably one of the funniest installments of Truth Talk ever. You're going to have to watch that one. Followed by What's the Word, part two of Source and Force, question mark. It's going to be awesome. Um, I like that you get a good morning from my husband, like a specific one. He loves me. He does. Oh, yeah. Yes. Love you too, George. <laughs> As you guys know here on, I almost said what's good. This whole thing is what's good. Here on Lunch Plus, we like to spend our mornings chatting with you, getting to know you a little bit better, family chit-chat style. This is like those Sunday after church lunches. You, like, you know how you go Sit over? Sit around the table. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what this is like. It's round table time. So number one of the day, question number one. Bum, ba -da. Have you ever re-gifted a gift? <laughs> um, I genuinely don't think I have. Is mom watching right now? I haven't seen her. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't think I have. Like, I, I don't give gifts often to, like, people that I'm not in relationship with, and right. I don't, I haven't often, like, gotten gifts outside of people I'm in relationship with. So, like, if you gave me a gift, I, I'm not going to go give it to Serena. You know what I mean? Right, like, she's right. going to know that you gave it to me. So I don't think I ever have. I, I really don't. Okay. Very yeah. cool. I remember that my, my stepmother, she used to work for a, a silversmith, and she, um, she would give us these, these really, really pretty... Um, Picture frames. Yeah. And they were, you know, they were silver uh, cool. or silver plated anyway. And they were so pretty, but we just didn't have enough pictures to yeah. put them in. So, yeah, they made really nice gifts. See, that totally, I understand that. We have lots of yeses. I'm pretty sure. <gasps> George is the only one who says no. George, we're soulmates even in this. <laughs> Everyone else has said yes. Um, For the record, Mom, I see you're watching now. I never regifted <laughs> any of your gifts. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I have. George George and I tend to be, like, keepers and esteemers of the gifts. Like, even if it's not something that, like, falls within, like, mm. what we keep in our home and stuff, we're keepers. Pastors are keepers, too, but they, I've, I, I'm not, I've seen white elephant gifts often come from, like, the weird Christmas presents and stuff. Yeah. Not all the time. But. I still have, like, a great big jug of, um. Oh my goodness, bungee cords, bungee straps. That's a cool white elephant was, gift. Yeah. 
Right? That's a cool one. Did I tell you about the time I gave somebody a lobster for white elephant? You did. Gift? That's excellent. I think that's so cool. Yeah. That's a, I would be stoked with that as a white <laughs> elephant gift. Also, what do you guys call white elephants? It's not Christmas, but like, is it? Do you call it white elephant? Do you call it Yankee swap? Do you call it dirty Santa? Like Chinese Christmas? I've heard. I've never heard that. What do you really? guys call that? Like the game that you play at Christmas time, where everybody brings a gift and then you compete over the gifts. Mm -hmm. What what are those? Let me know. Uh, question number two. While I'm waiting for your responses on white elephant, have you ever? Forgotten that it was the weekend and still gone to work or school? Um, no. I have you? I, I think I have. I think I have. But you also did like 12-hour shifts as a fireman, so I feel like you could 24-hour shifts. I feel like you could get super disoriented doing that. Very, very much. <laughs> I have actually, um, I was at home laying in bed, and I could swear that I heard like the bells go off in the station. So yeah. I got up and I'm looking around, where's my gear? And I didn't realize I was at home. <laughs> yeah, George has done that. George uh, used to work a job where he'd have to be gone for like two months at a time. It was yeah. a really intensive job. And when he got back, it used to take him a little bit to detox out right. of that environment. Yeah. And so there'd be times where he'd wake up thinking he was back in West Virginia and yes. he'd like start to hop up and get ready to work. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think I ever have. I've been like, disoriented when I've woken up thinking that it's the wrong day like this past Saturday mm -hmm. I thought it was Sunday morning so I thought that I missed prayer I thought that I missed worship practice like I oh, was really word. upset with myself I'm like <laughs> pastor's gonna be so mad I missed everything and in the span of 30 seconds there was lots of adrenaline and then I realized and I came back down but it was a whoo whoo <laughs> then it was a really steep crash, and I went back to bed, so it was great. Praise God. <laughs> uh, Holly says that she's gotten up and got ready for work and school, but never actually made it to the building. Um, that's still dedication to get ready to go. Yeah. Natalie says that she's woken up to go, but didn't actually go. Johnny's gone. Johnny, you've gone all the way to work, and you've thought that it's the wrong day? Wow. All I think of is that episode of The Office where Jim convinces Dwight that it's Friday, but it's actually Thursday. And so he, like, sleeps in until noon, like, that the next day. It's, oh, my it's word. It's so good. Um, Vanessa calls, going back to the white elephant, Vanessa calls it Mean Christmas. And then she says that she's kidding and that it's white elephant. Um, Julie says she's never done it. George says, yes, I have. Good morning, Barrett. I love you. Uh, I love you, too, George. <laughs> okay. Question number three. Have you ever fallen asleep in class? I'd like to clarify, it's never been impact before I give this answer. It's <laughs> never once been while pastor's been teaching or Pastor Nicole or Deborah Ann. But I absolutely did in the secular world. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> See, that the whole concept of falling asleep in class implies that you didn't mean to. I have laid my head down <laughs> and purposed myself to fall asleep in class. Yes, I have. In fact, I call that high school. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to do that in high school, but college, when the classes got bigger, right. for sure and I did. You kind of fade into the middle. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sure did. Hallelujah. Um, Ridge says that he has. Hey, Ridge, it's good to see you. Uh, Johnny says he has. Priscilla says she has. Natalie says she has. Um, well, we've got, it would just flash. 
Priscilla says that she's fainted because she stayed up for three days straight, no sleep in high school. Well, don't do that. My Crazy. word, don't Priscilla. Go to bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Prilla says, I've, or Prilla, Buddy says, I've done that. Even worse, I had that dream where you fall and jolt yourself awake and I scatter my books all over the floor. <laughs> that was the Holy Spirit convicting the sleeping oh, is what word. I think that was. It was like, <laughs> nope, wake up. That's pretty. <laughs> I, yeah. I, when I have fallen asleep in class, it's absolutely been the exactly what he's talking about, yeah. the jolt, and then it's not surprising to right. anybody. It's, it's not stealthy. It's, <laughs> that kid's sleeping. Right, especially when your head hits the desk and it makes that awful sound. I yeah. also <laughs> have snored, so it's not like I can sleep stealthily. It's like I you know. fall asleep and then, <laughs> and then everyone knows. <laughs> have you ever woke yourself up snoring? Yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah, I've unfortunately woken my husband up snoring too. So I woke George the neighbors the up snoring. Our household. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie says, "No, I was too scared of what people would do to me when sleeping." That's that's a solid answer. It also yeah. makes me concerned of where you went to high school. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I I totally understand that. So I remember years ago um, in EMT class. I mean, this is like back in the nineties. The class where you learn how to save people's lives? Yeah. So oh, some good. guy, <laughs> some guy, not me, sleeping, <laughs> sleeping. So the whole class is like, we turn around and notice this guy is just out sleeping. Yeah. So being the jerk that I was at the time, took my textbook right next to his head, slammed it on the desk. He wasn't sleeping anymore. Well, you know, it's important to pay attention when you're learning how to, uh, 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 stay alive, stay alive. And with that, folks, <laughs> it is time to hop into our very first segment of the day, Food Mash with Kevin, Rachel, and myself, yes. and buh-buh-buh-buddy. So stick around, share the broadcast if you haven't done it yet. We'll be back in just a couple seconds with today's four-course meal in Food Mash. See you on the other side. Hi guys. We're back with Food Mash. But yes. before we hop into Food Mash, we're going to tell you about what we've got in store for you today because Wednesdays are some of our favorites here on the broadcast. Right now, as you know, it is Food Mash, the mashing of the food. <laughs> Will these random things go together in mouths? Well, you'll find out. Followed by What's Good with Abby. Oh, I love my girl Abby. She's going to be on telling us what is good. Followed by a time of confessions with the one and only Buddy Crabtree. That's me. Followed by <laughs> Truth Talk, one of the funniest installments of Truth Talk that we've done. And then What's the Word with myself and Pastor Brian and Buddy. It's going to be awesome. But right now, buckle up your seatbelts because it's time for Food Mash. Here we go. So... Today on Food Mash, we are going to be going through a four-course meal. Have you ever felt intimidated by the thought of having to cook a four-course meal? I have. Having, I to cook, having to cook 
Why am I hearing stop, stop, stop? Oh, Kevin was, over the I understand. <laughs> All in the background, I hear stop, stop. I'm like, were people not concerned about four course meals? <laughs> this is the wrong way to go. I won't intro it I'll Never this bring up four course meals again. <laughs> so with that, <laughs> we're going to hop into our four course meal of the day. And here's the great thing about this. You can all do this at home today with the things in your house because this is mm -hmm. the four course meal that anyone can do. Up first, just like with any good meal, you have an appetizer. When you go out to, when you go out to restaurants, you know it's a good meal when you get an appetizer. Ooh. And today's appetizer oh my goodness. is orange slices <laughs> no. covered in ranch. How am I supposed to eat this with a spoon? You don't. But you only use a spoon for one thing. You're just going to pick this up and put it in your mouth. <laughs> so Abigail is to blame Yes, this, for this. All of these brain children come from Abby. Wait. I need you to know that it is, I consider it a personal victory when you make that sound. <laughs> Whenever that sound comes out, it's like... Yes, it's a good segment. Well, is this Honey? is this something that normal people eat? Because I know in the past we've been doing things. No, I don't that. think so. I think this just came from Abby's mind. Okay. Um, I could be wrong, but I believe this is just Abigail's brain. Why? So I, I don't know. But right. how do are you, you supposed to eat this? Like you're supposed to pick it up and take a bite. I'm just pe I'm peeling it off. There's the many field. ways you could pick it up and take it. Put in the comments God, right all now. Are possible. Yes. Put in the comments right now. Do you think Lord orange bless this food. plus ranch dressing will work? Put it in the comments and let us know right now. Um, vote. Go ahead and vote. Uh, <laughs> Debbie says that looks gross. Shannon Lee says that she's scared. Priscilla says finger looking good. That's an in faith statement she's <laughs> making. Okay, three. Should we bless this before we? Bless it in their oh. bodies. Oh, you peeled it. Oh, Amen. Cool. Amen. Amen. Go Amen. team, go. <laughs> wow, you just went for it. <laughs> oh. Wow. I barely got anything. How's it going? Awful. Buddy just went back in for bite number two. I so got I it on know. my nose. I don't know what that means. Well, it's not awful. Really? Yeah. Actually, it is. It is, it is, actually. Mm. <laughs> it is awful? Yeah, it is. Yep. What I find interesting I is that you typically have the best outward expressions of bleh, but then when you get into it, you normally think it's okay. Whereas you are very <laughs> confident going into it, yeah. and then your palate has been more sensitive yeah. or refined, mm. whichever way you'd like to go. I might right. need another napkin. Yeah, me too. Uh, that, honestly, like, they don't combine well, but it wasn't awful. It wasn't awful. I could, I could taste the ranch. And I could taste the orange. <laughs> but like, just on different sides of your tongue. <laughs> that's basically what it felt like. I wish I tasted the orange and the ranch separately, but I tasted them together and it does not go together. It I was wish gross. I hadn't tasted it. You were a champ and ate pretty much all of it. Oh, wow. How are you a... doing, sir? I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Ew. Ultimately, did this appetizer work for you? Orange plus ranch? Thumbs up or down? <sighs> no, it's still. There's no question. Okay. So it's a big fat no all the way around. Thank big you, Abby. No. <laughs> because without you, I would have never have known and maybe tried this on my own. I don't know. Um, okay. Then yeah, I don't know if there's anybody on the sideline that can bring them a tissue or something. So or a pressure washer. Or a pressure washer, either way. <laughs> that would be good. Okay. I, I don't think that would be safe. So that's the appetizer. <laughs> Up next, we have the entree. We're going to give you a side dish as well and a dessert. But the wow. entree... Okay 
is a sandwich. Sandwiches are safe. They're good. They should be. Safe things that everyone likes to eat. Who doesn't like eating sandwiches? Right. They're happy. And today our sandwich is turkey Ooh. and peanut butter. That sounds good. Oh, wait. <laughs> to be completely honest, I think that doesn't sound awful. I I take my turkey and peanut butter toasted. I can't fix it now. <laughs> it feels a little. Tasty. It'll do. So it's It'll potato do. bread plus Ooh. turkey and peanut butter. Potato so bread. Interesting. potato bread is my favorite kind of bread. So Mine I. Mine as well. Yeah. Okay. There's also a decent amount of meat in there. I wanted to make sure you got both flavors. I appreciate it. That's pretty, turkey. Pretty it is. I see at least like That's six or seven. That's awful pink to be turkey. Are you sure? Pieces. I. It's what the packaging said. Well, the smell. <laughs> is it? Is it like turkey bologna? <laughs> Those are too horrible. Uh, <laughs> Those it, smells don't go together. No, they don't. Oh, that's all I can say. I kind of wish I didn't it's do It's supposed that. to be turkey. If it's not, let me know. Maybe it's ham. We'll find out. I don't know the difference. <laughs> Mystery meat. Okay. Three, two, one. Go for it. No, that's not turkey. Maybe it's ham. Uh, it's not ham. It's not turkey or ham. <laughs> I don't know what this <laughs> mystery meat is. I'm going to go in the fellowship hall and get the package because I was pretty sure it said turkey. but Turkey is usually white. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. I didn't notice it when I was putting it together, but... I don't know what you're eating, guys. Maybe it's beaver. Who knows? Well, <laughs> who knows? Wow, that's the best beaver I've ever had. <laughs> okay, how is this going right now? Because there are multiple bites happening. I really like peanut butter. I and like it. I can't taste the turkey at all because the peanut butter is so overpowering. So it's like a peanut butter sandwich. With just a weird with, texture in the middle. With mystery. Ingredient. With yeah. I find it really delicious. Do you guys it's think this would work? Not bad. How do you guys think this does? Uh, um, curiously, it's not bad. Really? I really like no. it. You really like it? Yeah. Look at you go. <laughs> You're going to have the sandwich yeah. down. I'm pretty much going to finish I appreciate this. that you gave us full sandwiches. You're yeah. welcome. Absolutely. I, didn't, I know sometimes you come on here hungry. So overall, thumbs up? Mm, yeah. Yeah. For wow. Sure. Guys, this is a thumbs up. That's exciting. Okay. So if you guys can just clear that one off to the side. Now it's time to get your spoons ready. I'll take the stack from you. Okay, okay. thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. my word. Time to get the you spoons. You know what? This ready, will be guys. good. I, I have faith in this. This is macaroni and cheese mixed with pickles. See, Basically, uh, do you like salad? This isn't it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But this is not it at all. Oh, sorry. Let's well, see, it. here's the thing. When it comes to pickles. I, we haven't had a food mash that involved pickles that I did not like. Right. Yes. I don't know why. Yeah. Because yeah, pickles are awesome. You need to get a <laughs> solid amount of pickles on there, though. Yeah. That's, like, not, that's not mac and cheese. I don't you know, know when you make is. mac and cheese and then you it's get that like weird top paste. part after it sits for a while, like when like, it films. Yeah, it's got that film on top. Uh, okay. I'm not so Sweet. sure about that. Okay. Do you have enough pickle on there? Get uh, another pickle. Okay. Get that one. At a girl. Way to keep her honest, Kevin. Okay. Three. Two, one, go. How are we doing? Do you guys think this will work? Mac and cheese and pickles. How's it going? That's what do you guys think? Really George says lots of no. Um, Kevin says it's good. Rachel's face says it's not. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> really? See the... It started off pretty good. The off-brand microwavable mac and cheese itself is not the good, goodest. <laughs> it's not the goodest. <laughs> Ouch. Um, Priscilla says maybe. Natalie said this would probably work since macaroni salad has pickles in it. <clears throat> um, does this 
So this, this is, is not just not good sauce. all Ooh. the way around? It's not? No. Because it's not bad. Like cheese no. go together. No, they don't. I don't like pickles and cheese. It actually started out as, as good, I thought, and then all of a sudden it just came yeah, in. No, this, this is awful. This is not good. Yeah. Okay, so I, overall. Honestly, if we had legit macaroni and cheese, yeah, it'll probably. probably be a whole different experience. Like but homemade? They, yeah. Yeah, like. Oh, I think it'd be a different experience. But the instant mac and cheese is a big no-go. Nah. Correct. Okay. No, 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 So we have. Wait, was this our dinner? No. That oh. was, the That's sandwich was your dinner. This is the side. Oh, this We're is going side. into dessert now. Okay. So overall, just to catch you guys up to speed, the orange slices did not work. Correct. It was orange slices and ranch. Nope. Right. Then the peanut butter and whatever that meat was, sandwich, that did <laughs> work. That was surprising. And then the macaroni and cheese and pickles did not. Yeah. So right now, we have our last item of the day. We're gonna finish would, on a high note, I believe. I, I'm, I'm hoping. I, I, so. I will say this, this mm. is the best four course meal I've ever had. Ooh. That's I've never had a four course meal. Well, I'm glad the bar was super low. <laughs> that's, that's probably good. Up right now, it's dessert time. You just put. And my husband loves brownies, so we were inspired. You just put hot sauce on. Brownie that. bites plus hot sauce. Do you guys think that spicy brownies are gonna work? Okay. I'm, I'm, I actually have very high hopes because I have heard that, I think it was brownies in Tabasco. The Tabasco brings out the sweetness of the brownies. They, they, they make each other better. I need to let you guys know that I put the hot sauce on these three hours ago. So it's been, <laughs> it's been soaking in for three hours. It's been marinating with the hot sauce. So How healthy is this? It's fine. It was in the refrigerator. Oh, it's it hasn't fine. been sitting out. Oh, it's fine because oh. it was... So for those three hours, it's been in there. Correct, correct. It hasn't just been sitting out with like flies, like. But it's been sitting on it. Let me just go ahead and tell you, the flies would refuse to eat this. Okay, let's find out if you guys refuse to eat it. Three, two, one. I refuse to eat it. Shove the whole thing in your mouth. Do it. I refuse to eat it. Go. Go. Oh. How you doing, babe? Okay. You okay? Ah! <laughs> is it really that bad? A lot of hot sauce. It's not that good. Really? <laughs> you want to try one? I will. Oh, don't swallow it. <laughs> don't swallow it. You know, but you know what's weird? It's a brownie. I mean, I feel like I can't leave a brownie on the plate. I have to finish it. Okay, go for it. Uh-uh. You do you. <laughs> it was awful. I don't think I... it's great, but I don't think it's as terrible as the reactions were. I I'm not going to finish it, but I just don't think they uh, go well together in that quantity of hot sauce that I, I put concur. on. That was a lot of hot sauce. <laughs> it was just like maybe six or seven or ten drops of it. It was, it was enough to cover the top. Do we have a water? Out in the lobby. Yep. So overall, did this work for you guys? <laughs> no. You yeah. ate both of them. I did. It was a brownie. Well, the brownie was actually The brownie good. was good. <laughs> Thanks. The brownie was decent. The brownie was good. The Franks. I, I don't like hot sauce, so that probably plays a big role in it. Oh, I bet. See, I think if you used less hot sauce, mm -hmm. there was just too much of it. Mm, I you think, used yeah. less of it. Or um, what if what if the hot sauce had been cooked into the the brownie that mix? That, that, that could be good. That would have been interesting. Instead of just the top. I don't know that it would have been good, but it would have been better. Yeah, I, I don't really. I like had mouth confusion right now. 
my palate is like, what, what, awesome. what just happened? What is, you, you, you put burning? awesomeness in me, and I'm burning. I have discovered that with chocolate things that we've had on here, if chocolate's not just chocolate, but it's weird chocolate, that's been what has caused the weird reactions in my body. Yeah. Like, the one that made me cry. Mm. So I understand. I didn't cry today, but it wasn't great today. Okay, so overall, did this work? Ah. No. Big no? <laughs> no. Big I, I, I gotta, I gotta say, it's kind of interesting. I, yeah. Okay. So Kevin's a glutton for punishment is what I'm learning. Like, <laughs> turn oh, turn your hand and you. let's do that. Would you like another one, Kevin, to determine? Actually, this one has less on top of it. Yeah, bring it This here. one had the napkin absorb it on the way over. It's a brownie. Yes, oh, I want it. Wait, there's uh, less on top. Have eaten that. Ah. You could have. That one was on your plate. I you gave it to have. you on purpose. <laughs> I was kind to you and you chose the other one. <laughs> I thought we had to do the one with more. <laughs> So does that one work better? That one actually is much better. Yeah. You this one this <laughs> one tastes like a party in my mouth. Party, party in my mouth. So Thank Kevin's you. full on board. Okay, so I'm not. we had one overall resounding yes, two flat hard <laughs> no's, and then one that is confusing and we should probably do it not never again. Um, so that was today's Food Mash four course meal. What do you want to see us eat next week? What weird foods shouldn't go together? What two wrongs do you think may make a right? We'll find out next week. Up right now, it is time for the one and only Abigail Wright with What's Good. Hello everyone and welcome to the very next segment of What's Good. I'm your host Abby Wright and today we will be talking about what's good. First off today, something I am very excited about is there are funds being raised to build an underwater international space station, but it's underwater. It's like an international ocean station. This is what the mock-up is, it's not built yet, they're raising funds. I definitely want to go on it one day. I find it fascinating that we know more about space, apparently, than we do about our own ocean. So that's pretty interesting. Next, in Botswana, Africa, they are having a problem because lions keep eating their cattle. So a few really smart farmers decided that they were going to solve this problem by painting eyeballs on the cow's butts so that when the lions come up behind them, they think they've been spotted and they purposefully made, I'm not gonna put my hand there, they purposefully made the eyes look aggressive is what I read so that it looks like the lions have been spotted and they'll abandon the mission and they won't get the cows. So they're testing to see whether this works now or not I think it's a swell idea, whether it works or not, just leave them there. It's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty entertaining. Next up, in Poland, they have something I've never heard about. They have a paint that can take smog, like dirty air, and it filters it out and cleans it. So they have created this huge mural on the side of a building, and it filters the same amount of air as 720 trees would if they were planted right there. So the smog in that city in Poland goes to the mural and something in the paint filters out the smog and cleans the air. Look at that, Look, that's amazing. Next up, we have 
a man who was bored during quarantine. So what better to do than take up the pond that you had placed in your garden, take up the base of that and turn it into a hot tub. But a hot tub isn't good enough. He decided to add a motor, a boat motor. <laughs> I about said a motorboat. He decided to add a boat motor and make it a jacuzzi. For safety reasons, he did not get in the jacuzzi while the boat motor was running, but it was pretty entertaining to watch as it created its own jacuzzi. Next up, we have a couple in Japan who had a bunch of cat hair because their three cats kept shedding. So what better than to use their skills of felting to create hats for their cats? And look at this. Look, it looks like a little aviator. It's so cute. And like, it's their colors. It matches their, it's so cute. I want one of those for my little cat. Lastly today, we, they have done research that has found that even if you aren't feeling happy, if you just simply smile, it affects your brain so that you legitimately start seeing things in a more positive light. Even if you aren't feeling it, just go ahead and put on a smile and you see things more positively is what the research says. So guys, I hope this put a smile on your face. I hope we all stay positive today. And if you have any testimonies or you find any great stories, send them to us. We wanna hear from you. You can send us messages on Facebook Messenger or on our website at whatsright.com. I'll see you next time. Bye. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to our time of confessions. This is the part of the show where we just encourage you to... to Put life on your tongue. The Bible says very clearly, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat the fruits thereof. What does that mean? That means the words that we say, those are going to be what we receive. I mean, that's what God said uh, to Israel whenever they were getting ready to enter the promised land. God said, uh, I, I will give them what they say in my hearing. So it's important for us to make confessions based on what God has said to, based on his promises and based on the word. So this is what this time of confession is. This is us declaring and confessing the truth of God, the word of God, and, and declaring that uh, the word of God is true over our lives. So today we're going to go into our next confession of the week. Uh, our next confession of the week. I'm just really glad because I did that same thing yesterday. All right, what's our next confession? Can you put that on the screen? Confession number whatever that says, every weapon formed against us, confess this, declare this, put it in the comments, every weapon formed against us is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed. Come on, say that one more time, put it in the comments, every weapon formed against us is exposed, it will not prosper, and is destroyed. In Jesus' name. And that's straight out of the Bible. No weapon formed against you can prosper. That's what the Bible says. That's what we're going to be confessing throughout the rest of this day. 
And I, I just hope that you take that confession and you carry that confession wherever you go. Every weapon formed against me is exposed, uh, will not prosper, and is destroyed in Jesus' name. All right, well, now that wraps up our time of confession. We're going to be moving on to our next segment. Truth Talk is going to be doing uh, the, the song challenge. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. So now it's time for Truth Talk. Hey, guys, welcome back to another Truth Talk Truth game talk. time. And Abby and Mark here going down. That's how this game's going. They're going to lose. Whoa. Whoa, right out Whoa. the gate. If you like underdogs, you'll like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of sad. <laughs> sorry, Marky. I feel no shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just saw all of our personalities come out real quick. Everyone. <laughs> yep. We have a fun new game for you guys. Song a challenge. Dun we have 12 random words listed on these note cards. We have to start singing a song that has that word in it within 10 seconds. Whichever one of us does it fastest wins. All right. All right. Two, one, go. <gasps> Never. Never, never gonna give you up, up, never gonna let you down, never, never gonna turn I around. I won. Whatever. I won. No! Did you get the instant replay? Definitely me. No. 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 My brain just caught my, up with what the word actually my, said. <laughs> <laughs> but he's there But my yes. head won. My thoughts won. Oh, my oh, thoughts man. won. Ready? Set. Don't. Don't. Don't stop. stop. Never get back. Hold your head high and reach the top. Let the world see what you have got. Bring it all back to you. That was S Is Club that 7. Is that actually a song? Yep. S Club S 7. S Club 7. Bring it all back. Well, I know that. Wait to the, like, flashback to the early 2000s. Whoa. I'm going to be honest. I just started singing Don't, <laughs> and then the song came into my head. <laughs> so I know I definitely did uh, not win that. I was going to sing. I honestly, if I'm being honest, I just started singing the word Don't, <laughs> hoping that it would turn into a song. Yeah. And then it did. It turned into Don't Stop Believing. But I realized that I had kind of cheated by just inserting anything right there. So I stopped. This is my favorite game. Okay. okay. You ready? Yep. <laughs> Life, Life is, is a highway. <laughs> I'm going to ride it all night long. Life. Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My, it, I did it again. Okay. 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 Baby, baby, don't baby, hurt me. Baby, oh. Dang it. That's the one that I was going to go to. I think that's a song. You, I, I think, think Abby won. had that. I think, I you think that's think a song. You think that's a song? I'm pretty sure I've heard those lyrics somewhere. Baby, don't hurt me. Sing, no more. Sing the, sing the melody. What is up? Baby, baby don't, don't hurt me. You, you got it. Good job. Thanks, Lionel you Richie. Won. No. <laughs> No. Every time I think it's like seal. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think it's Lionel Richie every time I sing that oh, song. No, this is like, how do you say, like, how to say, it? or like, it, I don't know. I thought it was seal. <laughs> it, it's, it's like H A D D. Well, then what does Lionel Richie do? Sing that sounds you just always like that. Say is Lionel Richie for every It's that one song. It's yeah, just Hadaway, that one song. not how to say Hadaway. Hadaway. Who yeah. is that even? The What Is Love guy. No one knows him for anything. Lionel else. Richie sings like no one knows all who you night are. long. 
all night. I know that and one. And hello. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Well, that was a fun detour. <laughs> seal. <laughs> I don't even know who Seal is. Time after time. Da 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 da. Think of you. Yep. I still don't know a song. <laughs> it has time in it. I like you're coming uh, out could you so fast in a bottle. Oh my gosh! I think that's what it is. Like I need a second. Okay, I'll give it a second. Music in my heart. <laughs> don't stop the music in me. That's not the tune, but that's definitely what are the lyrics. You singing. I have no she idea. Made song. <laughs> I've got I the music in me. What? Oh, what's the tune? Da I da 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 da. I got the music. Music. <laughs> I like. No, I definitely had the song. You didn't have the melody though. I, I don't have know. The words. It doesn't matter. You have to sing the melody and the lyrics. You just made up a song. No, I'm singing that one. <laughs> I've got the music. The Magic. <laughs> it's magic. I'm definitely singing high school musical. Like what? Na, na, like there's a there's You a, are the music and yes. that's what I, I like that song. You know the words once upon I love that you were trying to like pony like <laughs> I've got the magic, magic. I'm so pleased Buddy's here for this like broadcast. Thanks, bud. <laughs> oh, he's trying to cheat. <laughs> we just created many songs. <laughs> Guys, it's getting real. All right. I'll flip them out this way Ooh, so call. that no one can have a advantage. Girl, you know it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love, love you. you. It's Millie Vanilli. Yeah. I know that one's Millie Vanilli. No, that's Lionel Richie. No, that's Lionel Richie. <laughs> just kidding. No, Millie Vanilli is. <clears throat> They're up there. Even though they're lip singing. I've only known they're still up there. about Millie Vanilli for a few months. I know. They were not it's on sad. Radar. They're still not on the radar. I had the temptations in my mind, but you had already started your song, so I'm like, no, I'll save it. Okay. Day by day. Ooh, babe. <laughs> what are you pulling Oh, happy out? day. <laughs> I think. What day was by that? day. Ooh, baby, baby. What was that? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> I think it was Backstreet Boys or In Sync, one or the other, whichever one is step by step. Ooh, baby. New kids. New kids in the bike. Our our like tech crew right now is really keeping this game in check and keeping us honest. <laughs> Sorry guys. Keeping us from cheating. I get all three of those mixed up all the time. Nope, they are super different. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was not alive. I did not experience them not in the moment. Oh, you probably weren't alive. No, I wasn't. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't. I wasn't alive. I feel old. Wow. Okay. I'm sure there's a day somewhere in that song. I don't know why. I so did no song. one get that? I got that. I sang oh, oh, she happy got day. Oh. Very late after. Oh, happy day. Ready? Dance. Shut up and dance. Don't you dare look back. Just take your eyes off me. I said you're holding back. <laughs> you had it. Mark, you just said, dance. dance. <laughs> I, was hoping, I was taking a step by face. I was hoping that as it came out, like, I 
you would think of the lyrics. I thought like, for sure you were going Lady Gaga for a second. Like, <laughs> I had like I don't know. I had I had I felt like there was gonna be a song. There. Your confidence, <laughs> your confidence made me think I already lost, and I just stopped. You're like dance. <laughs> okay, she got it. She got this one. <laughs> I really felt like there was gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Next one, next one. Breathe, just breathe. Ah, that's what I was doing. <clears throat> Stop Barrett. Stop Whitney Barrett. Stop it. <laughs> You're Thanks. the only one that's actually winning. We're just We're singing just here nonsense. Singing Lionel Richie and Insane. <laughs> I feel like this is the opposite of okay. what you should tell people. Okay. Stop winning. <laughs> Stop winning. Okay. All right. Oh, there's one more. All right. Ooh, this is intense. Stop it. Stop Last one. Me. Last one. I feel threatened. Like, she may Last be one. small, but I feel like she could hurt me We're if really she tried. We're really close in proximity to us. So like, it's like, stop it. Stop. Stop. Stop winning. You actually have to play, though, because if you, yeah. if you, <laughs> like, if you give us a softball, it doesn't count. Okay. No. I am speed. I am speed. Float like a butterfly. Sting like a beamer. Rock and roll. <laughs> I love rock and roll. So put another dime in the jukebox, baby. I love rock and roll. Did you, were you singing anything right there? Because I don't think so. Nope. I knew there was a song with rock and roll in it. <laughs> I was hoping it would spark something, and it didn't. It didn't hurt, but not See, me. See, this is what keep, kept happening. You were doing that, and I was so taken back by what you were doing. I didn't even have to, like, I, I stopped even playing, and then she came in and swooped in one. You just she grabbed it. me. Well, guys. That's fine. I, think I we won know, a game! I think we know who she won. Did. I won a game! She won with flying colors. <laughs> she won! I won! I won! There's me! I'm so excited! When do I win games, guys? When do I win? <laughs> Today is that day. Today is that day. It's happened. It's happened. Miracles still happen. Miracles happen once in a while, if you believe. That was Princess Diaries if right there. Believe. Are any of you not recovered from seeing Garrett's face <laughs> and flash behind us? I bet you weren't expecting that. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, it's the most unflattering that my face has ever been. <laughs> well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that. If you thought of any songs that we didn't, if you know any Lionel Richie songs that weren't actually made by Lionel Richie, I want to hear them. See you next time!
Hey everybody, welcome to What's the Word? I always enjoy when you're on because Buddy and I kind of freeze of, should we say hello? Should <laughs> we let you I, say hello? I never know whose role it is. Like we both breathed in at the same time and <laughs> stopped. <laughs> Something we should talk about. Because if y'all wait too long, I'm going to grab it. I'm not going to leave the dead air. <laughs> hey, if you haven't shared the broadcast already, share it. And uh, we just welcome you to What's the Word? Thank you for joining us here on Lunch Plus. Whoop, whoop. Lunch Plus. Lunch Plus. I want to make a theme song. I want to make a theme song for everything, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Who is watching today? Put a hands up in the comments. Tell us where you're watching from. We want to see who all is online. And I see Miss Shannon Lee. And uh, hey, there's hey. our hundredth comment. Miss Shannon Lee, you just won the gift card for today. That's Glory awesome. to God. Well done. That was the hundredth comment. Well played. Well played. I'm sorry that the theme song is stuck in your head, but maybe the gift card will make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I see Barrett Knauer, Kevin Nowicki, Priscilla Rogers. They're all watching. Hands up in the comment. Share the broadcast if you haven't done it already. And uh, we just love you and we praise God for you. Glory to God. My wife from the, you are still at the Verizon parking lot for an hour and a half. Wow. Why? I'm sorry. I'm, they, we're they praying for you. They only allow like one or two people in at a time. Are they one that you have to make an appointment with? Jeez. We have to make an appointment with Verizon. Miss Cindy in Georgia. Hello. Miss Natalie. I don't, that's a, some, okay. <laughs> Maybe Hello. she's just like, it's like a Freudian slip, like a typing slip. Like, no, I really she, want to. She hit out. an emoji called takeout, but I don't know which one that is. That's what, if it has the colons on both sides, that's, Interesting. that's an emoji that didn't transfer. You know, in all honesty, if there wasn't a takeout emoji before the lockdown, like, there, there's got to <laughs> be one now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Julie Buck. Hey, I want to invite you guys. So it's 1237 right now at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, literally it'll be about two hours from now um, at about 2.30. About 2.30, I'm going to be live on a broadcast going to uh, Pakistan and all over uh, the Middle East and uh, yeah. Africa and Asia. I'm going to be on a broadcast on King Television and uh, we'll, we should put up the we should put up the link uh, for YouTube. Can you put that up? I can. Can you do it from uh, restream? Restream that'd be great. Send it to everybody. So there's a link, and it'll be on live broadcast. The broadcast actually starts at 2 p.m. Eastern time, uh, but my portion will be somewhere around 2:30 to 2:45. I'll be on there today. Love to invite you. Love to have you guys watching. Uh, it may, there may be a link on Facebook. I just don't know what it is yet. But we just praise God for you, and it's going to be a great, great day. So today we're talking more about the the source and force. What? What? We talked yesterday, and I know you were here, but not actually in front of the camera. Yes. Uh, we talked yesterday a lot about uh, rebellion and divination and witchcraft. And really, the question is, there's the link for the broadcast later today. Um, we're talking about 1 Samuel 15 and verse 23. And we were talking about it's better to obey than to sacrifice. I found that a lot of people will sacrifice things 
and they never have the harvest. But if yeah. we're obedient, we'll have a harvest that goes along with it. Yes, and uh, the word says it's better to obey than sacrifice. And it's better to listen than to bring God an offering, you know, trying to pay a price. Yeah. Just listen and do what he says, and it's better to do that. So a lot of times, you know, people, they're literally, watch this. People are literally paying a price in their life, day-to-day life, because they didn't listen to what God said. And so we went on to that, and we see that when we don't listen to God, we're actually moving in rebellion. Mm-hmm. And then 1 Samuel fifteen twenty three says, Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft or the sin of divination. Yeah. And we talked about the two problems uh, with witchcraft is, number one, it doesn't make God the source. Wit- divination is actually discerning from another source yeah. that's not God. Mm-hmm. Discerning from another source that's not God. So it doesn't make God the source. That means it also doesn't bring about his worship of him and giving him the glory for those things. I want to find anything but God to give glory to. And some people do that on purpose. Uh, They're in active rebellion, not wanting to give God the glory. And a lot of people that are operating in active witchcraft, that's what they're doing. They just say, I don't want anything to do with God. I'm going to do it another way. But then you have people that don't realize they're actually in rebellion and functioning almost in witchcraft when they're rebelling against what God did. The other problem with witchcraft, number one is you don't make God the source or give him the glory. Number two is that you actually start to operate in a way where you think you're applying a Band-Aid to the problem, but not realizing, this is what we talked about yesterday, not realizing that that Band-Aid's filled with deadly virus and bacteria. So you're saying, I'm going to fix the issue, but I'm not pulling from God who's the source. My solution's always going to be lesser. And many times it causes a lot of damage. And so that's what we were talking about yesterday. Because divination or witchcraft, it literally means to discern from a source that's not God. Yeah. Well, and, you know, just as you're talking right now, I know for me, like I in the past would have heard something like this when I was younger and I would have just blown it off because witchcraft has become something that society has normalized. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, Harry Potter all over the place. I grew up with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, yeah. There's so many Disney movies. Magic is in everything. Like, it's so rare to be yeah. able to watch a movie without some sort of magic element in it. And it may seem small, but what that does is it causes people to use witchcraft as a source um, or, or just a counterfeit. You know, there's an authentic power that believers are to carry that God has given to his people. Yeah. But witchcraft, it, it's what Satan does. He'll, he'll give a counterfeit to what the authentic thing yeah. is. And that's what witchcraft is. Yes. So thinking that, well, this isn't that big a deal or those things aren't real. No, they're real. Yeah. Witchcraft is real. This stuff is real. And it's a big deal. Yes. Because you're, tap, you're making exactly what Pastor said. You're making something other than the Lord, the source, yeah. in whichever way you're using it. Well, I was just going to say, and you look at the way that the, like, the Hollywood portrays, not just witchcraft, but even, like, demonology, like, how they portray, like, in the movies, like, you'll watch a movie, and you'll have a little priest coming in with a cross and holy water, and he gets his butt whooped by this demon, you know, like, like, they're also, like, trying to portray 
a weak church, yeah. you know, in like yes. a, like a weak church, and you know these forces that are super. I, I've never watched the movie, so like I don't know how they end. Yeah. I always wonder how the heck they end that movie. But like, um, but just in, like, and when we when we ingest stuff like that, I know you've brought it up in the past, but like, what we don't realize that it gives us a spirit of fear. Yeah. Yeah. Like people have yeah. a hard time going to bed at night. They have a hard time doing this. And what, what is it? It's not from God because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And if we can't even turn the lights off at night because we just watch a scary movie. A horror movie or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've literally welcomed the spirit of fear to overtake yeah. us and to lead us in fear. And, to, and we saturate ourselves in fear. And that's not a godly thing. But, yeah. you know, for the sake of entertainment, you know, we'll, we'll do it. Well, you have the word very clearly says it. You need in Romans eight. You need to set your mind on things of the spirit, yeah. and the mindset on the yeah. spirit is life and peace. Yeah. But the mindset on the flesh is death. When you're setting yourself on fear and horror, when you're setting yourself on those things, you're not setting your mind. You're not setting your mind on things of life and peace and things of the spirit. You're setting your mind on things that bring death. And so a lot of people are like, well, I like horror movies. Yeah, but that you're, watch this, you're actually being rebellious to what God said to do. And so you're opening the door for the devil to have a play in those things. And so one of the things that you want to take a look at is, you know, what am I doing? How am I doing this? Uh, am I being rebellious? And one of the things I was going to say after you stopped uh, what you were saying is that witchcraft generally falls into one of two areas. Either one, somebody knows what they're doing and they're in active rebellion, or two, they don't realize they're in witchcraft, but they're still being affected by yeah. it. Uh, so that goes into, and this is why I think God gave us this verse is to say, uh, you know, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. So you brought up a great point yesterday when people are worshiping uh, Satan and things like that, when they're telling them how to get powerful, they'll tell them they need to rebel. Yeah. And that will make them more powerful. The problem is it's making you more powerful in a kingdom that you can never advance in. Yeah. You, you may be able to advance for this short period of time on earth, yeah. but eventually there's the fall of hell and that's going to be really ugly for eternity. Uh, but what they'll do is they'll say, in other words, in order to tell them how to get powerful, they tell them to rebel. Well, if we as Christians are rebelling against the things that God told us to do, we're actually stepping into yeah. the kingdom of darkness yeah. in that rebellion, and we're actually operating in a piece of witchcraft that we don't need to be operating in, and it's going to cause uh, the wages yeah. of that sin to come up about which the wages of sin is death. So there'll be death in our finances, there'll be death in our health, There'll be death in our peace. Yeah. All these things are the things that will come about when we start stepping into a rebellion. Yeah. And uh, we have to watch those things and be mindful of those things. Otherwise, uh, we'll be actually wondering, what is going on in my life? Why are things not working? And not realizing that we've been in rebellion. So, yeah. for example, what are some small things that you've seen that people have rebelled against what God said? And maybe they don't know it but they're actually in rebellion and therefore a bit of witchcraft yeah. 
and their life is reaping that. What are some of those things that y'all have seen? Some of the small things, not the huge things, just the small things where you've seen people that have been deceived. Um, I think, you know, one that I was unknowingly doing, I remember moving here and you talked to me about control and how when you want to control something, you can inadvertently manipulate it. Yeah. And that's forcing your will. Like that's it. It's rebelling against God's structure of authority. Yeah. But it's also trying to compel and trying to force somebody to do something yeah. beyond their will. And that's what yeah. that's what witchcraft will do. It's trying to force a will that's not the other person's. Yeah. But yeah. so when you're in in the mindset of I have to be in control of this, like I've got to make this happen, you're you're putting yourself on the throne instead of allowing the Lord to be on yes. the throne. Yeah. And when you're ruling, that's where it's dangerous. Well, okay. So take that and let's go over into like a marriage. We just finished a course yeah. in our Impact University called Love and Respect. And it was talking about uh, one of the things it said uh, for ladies to do and it talked about is uh, for ladies not to try and be take the role yeah. of the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. for their husband. Yeah. In other words, uh, let's say that my wife, Nicole, felt like it was her job to always tell me what God was saying. Yeah. Well, she's not trusting the Holy Ghost to communicate with me. Yeah. She's stepping in that role. She's trying to force that and control that issue, not realizing that she is now rebelling against the way that God has set up. The way that God set up is for the Holy Ghost to be my teacher, to be the one who leads me, guides me, and empowers me, not her. And what she's saying may be right, but when she tries to step into that role, then she's actually pulling on the, her as yeah. the source instead of God as the source, and that's the form of rebellion. And that can be, and men can do that for their wives as, the same way. It just happened in the book, they were talking about that directly, but many times people trying to control things are stepping into a form of rebellion yeah. against a God's way of doing that. Yeah. So. Well, and that's like the example you gave is one that I was thinking of. I did this with George a lot because this is yeah. what I'd seen modeled. Like I had seen it in personal relationships. I'd seen it in the world that women and men are equal. And I right. had this mindset of what equal meant. Okay. And yeah. so I had women and me, women and men are equal in the eyes of God, but their roles are different. Like what I'm to be submitted to George. I'm be, to be submitted to pastor. I'm not supposed to rule George. I'm not supposed to rule pastor. Um, those are different relationships, but in my head, it's okay. We're the same and I've got to assert myself and I have to be, I have to be in charge. I have to, I have to do these things. It's, that's a demonic witchcraft junk garbage yeah, that has is. perpetrated through our society that makes all these so-called feminist movements yeah. sweep across the nation. And it's not feminist at all. It's demonic. Well, yeah. when you when you see that God had a certain structure and roles in the marriage, and we talked about this a lot in the course, is that a lot of men try to keep women under their thumb, and a lot of women try to assert themselves sure. over, you know, at least equal to men and over. And what sure. both are missing in that is the way God actually said. Uh, he said, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. That means he gave himself for her to die for her. He didn't treat her un... He 
Jesus didn't take the body of Christ and put the body under his thumb. He empowered his bride. He empowered the body of Christ. And he, and he draws on us and partners with us. Um, it, it's, it literally is a two-way fellowship between yeah. the two. Him pouring out his love on us and us pouring out our love on him. And there's a beauty in that. And so if we try to circumvent that relationship, we will actually step into a form of rebellion and a, be, a piece of witchcraft, and we won't have the blessing. So we'll be trying to put the Band-Aid with germs on it, on the you know bleeding wound, and we think that we've stopped the bleeding and we've healed because we feel like we've asserted ourselves, or men think, feel like, well, we've controlled our wives. And actually what we've done is created more problems. Yeah. And it's not, it'll never work in the beauty that God created it. And that's where, you know, witchcraft can come into being and yeah. rebellion. So one of the things we talked about even yesterday is when God says, do not forsake the assembly of the saints. But people say, no, I don't have to go to church. I can have a relationship with God by myself here at home. That's actually a form of rebellion yep. on what God said, and that you're, you're edging into a witchcraft and a control, uh, trying to do it a different way than what God said. Yeah. And people don't realize that. They're thinking, no, I'm not in witchcraft. But yet the word clearly says that rebellion is as, as witchcraft, as divination. And so if I rebel against God's way, or take this for example. Uh, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So let's say that we move on down the road and I need to, I need, I need healing or something. And I just want to go and magically receive it at a service without actually building my faith in God as my healer then I'm actually rebelling against the very way that God established. And you can say, well, I'm going to a church service to get healed. Yeah, but are you going to actually build your faith? Or are you just going to go and use somebody else's faith and you never have any? That is a slight piece of rebellion, and it can open the door to edge us into more. And so these are the things that I think... Uh, a lot of times are overlooked. It's not somebody that's decided I'm going to full out active rebellion against God, serve Satan and, and worship you know, and go and perform Wicca and witchcraft and everything like that. Um, that's, that. Most people are not doing that. You do have a few that are actively doing that. They're in active rebellion. Most people, though, can be operating in a form of witchcraft, not knowing that's what they're doing. If there's ways that God has established in this word, then we are setting ourselves up. And that's what 1 Samuel 15, 23 says. And that's why he tells us this. Rebellion is as the sin of divination. And now what you watch is, see, Saul, King Saul in this story, he didn't deal with this. Yeah. He did not deal with this yep. and what ends up happening at the end of his life. He goes right back to the witch yeah. because he didn't deal with who's his source. He, he goes through his whole life and it's beat up the whole time yeah. because he didn't deal with this issue. And you can see that finally the day before he dies, he, it manifests because he goes straight to a straight up witch in active rebellion and uh, draws on a source that's not yeah. God. And, uh, so, and then the next day he dies. Um, and that's, God wants to save us from that, but we've got to be honest with ourselves in that way. So, yeah. Well, yeah. uh, like the reason Saul consulted the medium was because he got to a place 
or he was in rebellion with God so much and he was so deceived in his yeah and by, by what he allowed in by the deception and by by the the rebellion as as he rebelled he became more and more deceived to where when he started calling out to God God didn't answer anymore right Be, because right. He, not not because God didn't want to but because Saul cut him off yes and yes. whenever he called out to God and God didn't answer he was like okay now I have to put this in my own hands and start looking yes. into other means and yes. that's what led him in that and how many people you know are, are at a point where they haven't had that intimate fellowship with God they haven't yes been developing and growing in their relationship with God they haven't been pursuing him and so when they call out to him it seems like he's not answering but it's not because God doesn't want to answer it's because they've cut him off yes. through these little things you know the small yeah. foxes you know that that spoil the vine and so they call out to God and he, and it seems like he's not answering so what do they do they just they go. keep taking mm -hmm. their selves as the source instead yeah. of humbling themselves. To yeah. God. So if well, if God's not going to answer me, then I'm going to do it this way. If God's not going to answer me, then I'm going to I'm going to just try to come up with something on my own. I'm going to try to build my own house. I'm going to try to do this on my own, yeah. or or reach out to different books or different mentors or different. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I guess if God's not going to speak to me, I can just go to this palm. You know what I mean? Like it's just. Yeah. It, like they they put themselves in a position. I mean, in I, Isaiah uh, twenty nine, that's when it says God's hands not short that He can't act, His His ears not closed that He can't hear. But yeah. it's it's because of your sin, because of your rebellion. Yes. You know, so so sin and rebellion gets us to a point where we cannot have that that intimacy yeah. with God. Yeah. And it's not that God doesn't want to, but we've cut Him off, and then that because. Of that, we've turned others. Well, sources. all of the wisdom that we need, mm -hmm. all of the wisdom that we ever need, always comes from God. We yeah. need godly wisdom, not worldly wisdom. I yeah. watch people over time. They'll go and they'll go to all these self-help things. They're looking for all these answers for their life. But every answer that they ever will need is right here. The wisdom is in God. And you know, recently I was meditating in Proverbs where it talks about wisdom and understanding, where it says, I may have mentioned it yesterday, but it says the wisdom of God and the understanding of God, it is, it is greater than the profit of silver, gold, and jewels. And then it ends it by saying the wisdom and understanding of God is greater than any desire that you could ever have. It's more valuable. Yeah. And what does that tell us? That when we get into the wisdom of God and we actually move into Him, we yeah. can have all of those things. Mm -hmm. it, and it's in the wisdom and understanding of God. Put that in the comments. It's in the wisdom and understanding of God that all things come to us. And so that goes over into the New Testament, Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. That The Bible works together. But the issue is it always comes back to our hunger and humility. Yeah. Our hunger for God and our humility to God is always going to be the thing yeah. that will lead us to the right place. So yeah. I want to, I want you to say that, but then I want us to get into the second part of verse 23. Well, that's actually where I was going. That's okay, the go ahead. part of verse 23, because um, obviously they go hand in hand. It says, insubordination is as iniquity and idolatry. And, you know, you're talking about the Lord not be like Saul being cut off from the Lord. Yeah. Well, wisdom comes from the Lord's instruction. Insubordination is choosing, willfully, it's choosing to not submit and obey instructions given. Yeah. So the Lord will give instructions, but so many people, 
they'll they'll turn to controlling themselves or go to a palm or whatever it is. They'll turn to another source because they're expecting the super. They're expecting the spectacular. Yeah. Instead of realizing that when God speaks, it's supernatural, whether mm. it's spectacular or not, mm. it's supernatural. Yeah. So if yeah. the Lord's giving an instruction, our response is yes and amen, or it should be. Yeah. And every time we say no, or I will later, delayed obedience is disobedience. Yeah. So if I'm delaying my response, I'm searing my conscience so I can't hear from the Lord yeah. as well as I could a second ago because I'm saying no to him, which is essentially saying I know better, yeah. which is essentially witchcraft. It's rebelling against him. Yeah. Hey, Taylor and hey, Ridge. Good to see hey, y'all. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that is good to take a look at is just, uh, you know, and y'all remind me of this when we're doing our Bible Academy, make sure we have a lesson in there, uh, democracy versus theocracy, right? Because, and here's why, democracy versus theocracy. We need to make sure that we cover that in the Bible Academy. Uh, there's a Bible Academy coming up. We're on that now, and you're going to really enjoy it. We'll have some here on Lunch Plus. You'll be able to sign up and go from A to Z uh, in the Bible Academy. I want that to be one of the lessons that we cover because that is a major deception that people think. We, most people that we're talking to have grown up in America, and they think that the kingdom of God operates as a democracy, like they have a vote on what needs to happen. The only vote that we have is whether or not we'll be obedient right. to what God says or not. So insubordination in the military uh, was a very, very serious uh, problem, a very serious sin, so to speak. And over in the New Testament, it says, as a good soldier, we have to realize that we need... The Bible teaches us that we should, as Christians, operate as a soldier in the kingdom of God. We should see it that way. We should think that way. When God says something, we should say, yes, sir. Uh, when the Lord sent me into the military, uh, learning how to say yes, sir, at a command was some of the greatest training I could ever have as a pastor because if God said to do something, I'd just say, yes, sir. It was one of the greatest things I ever learned uh, and it made life easy. <laughs> it was like easy button. Yes, sir. And it worked. You know, he tells me to do something. Yes, sir. And it works. Yes, sir. And it works. Yeah. No, sir. And it falls to pieces. Mm -hmm. If I'll say yes quickly, learn to say yes quickly, it always works because he's always looking for an opportunity to increase us mm -hmm. and to bless us. Mm -hmm. And so insubordination was simply this. When a subordinate, somebody that was below in a lower rank, would tell a, a higher rank no. That would be insubordination. And uh, so in the kingdom, insubordination, he says right here, insubordination is as iniquity and idolatry. And when you look up that original word in the Hebrew, it literally meant this. I wrote it down. To push beyond submission. To push beyond submission. So put that in the comments. Insubordination equals pushing beyond submission. Yeah. So God says something. 
we should simply submit to that because we trust Him. See, our submission to God is not just being a robot. Our submission to God is saying, I know if you're telling me something, you're telling me out of your love. You're telling me out of your compassion. You're telling me out of your love for me and the goodness that you want to pour out in my life. Uh, when Moses said, show me your glory, he said, I will cause all of my goodness to pass before you. When we submit ourselves to God, it is a faith and it is a trust saying, I trust whatever you're saying, even if my logic disagrees, even if what I see with my physical eyes disagrees with what you're saying, I trust you higher than what I see. That's why the just or the righteous will live by faith and not by sight. It's saying, Lord, I trust you. I believe in you. And if you're saying it, I'm going to submit myself to you. It's not, it's not a robot response. It's a faith response. Yeah. Submission to God. Put that in the comments, please. Submission to God is a faith response. Right? And it's a, also a loving response because faith is a love response. Yeah. Right? So faith, uh, submission to God is a faith and love response. And so when we see that, we start to realize, oh, that's what I'm doing. And, and that's why it's easy for me to submit. It's because I know he loves me. Mm -hmm. And I know if he says something, it's going to be the best for me. You know, uh, right now, Luke is, you know, he's been, he's learning to put down his flesh. There's two things that his flesh has wanted to do. Eat every sugary and uh, sugary thing. And he's, he's wanted to eat every junk food. Right, very interested in sugar and junk food. The other thing his flesh has wanted to do is play a video game day and night. And so I'm teaching him, listen, these are not supposed to be priorities. They can be joys. They can be a fun thing in our life. But when you put that junk food and that video game as a priority over people, over God, over submitting to God, you're messing up. And I'm teaching him that. Now, does he fully understand that? right now? I would say no. He doesn't understand all the implications of it. But here's the question. Does he trust that daddy loves him? Mm -hmm. I think so. And so why I'm, I'm, because I've established that trust as a loving father in his life and watch, and because I've given him something to prove that to him, and because he looks at me and knows that I love him and want the best for him, that's going to help him make the right choice. Yeah. That's going to help him submit. So insubordination, now watch this, insubordination is as idolatry and iniquity. Those are strong words. So when I push beyond what God says, I'm in idolatry? What... I'm in iniquity. Iniquity, I think, is easy to see. But I'm in idolatry, yes, because I'm saying, I'm saying that I, I worship something other than what you said. Yeah. I'm worshiping another way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to push beyond what you said because I think something else is more important than you, God. And so insubordination. Now, how does, does that apply uh, just to God? No. That insubordination, the same root of idolatry and iniquity, is in the insubordination when a lower-ranking person in the military is insubordinate to their superiors. It's in, now, we're not talking about if they're doing ungodly things. You know, insubordination uh, is not an insubordination if that higher rank is telling them to go murder people. 
You're, you need, that's ungodliness, and you're standing up against ungodliness. That's not insubordination, because you are submitting yourself to godliness first, right? But insubordination can happen, you know, let's say we're in the church, and I say, hey, uh, and I've watched this happen over the years, and it just, it's amazing. What if I tell you, hey, buddy, I want you to go uh, out to go through that back door, and I want you to go out into the woods, and I want you to find me two different color leaves. Well, you may say, okay, and you go out the side door and you go out into the woods and find me two different leaves. That might not seem like much, but it's insubordination. You have pushed beyond submission and you might not realize, here's the danger. The same thing's basically going to occur, but the heart to not pay attention to the details of what a superior said, that small fox is going to grow. And before you know it, you will find yourself being disobedient in many other things. Or you may bring back three leaves. Or you may. Here's the thing I know about God. He says specifically what he wants. And so I've learned that when I have a leader or God say something to me, I pay very close attention to those words. I'm not trying to get uh, people where they are just so legalistic. It's not about legalism. It's about a submission or a non-submission and protecting myself from the heart of idolatry and iniquity. And those things God pays attention yeah. to. Well, and, you know, in a worldly setting, this may not be the case, but with the Lord, when the Lord gives an instruction, obviously it'll please him when you fulfill it, but it's also going to benefit you. Yes. Like he, yes. the plans that he's given you and the instructions he's given you are crafted for your benefit. Yes. And I've taken this, you know, I, I work here at the church. Pastor is my direct boss as well as my pastor. And there have been different times when pastor's given me instructions and I haven't loved the instructions. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think this is the best yeah. way to do it. I think there's an easier way to do it. Like in my flesh, mm -hmm. I'll think that. But I know you and I trust you. Right. I know you're for me. You love me and you want me to grow. So eventually, you know, when I got yeah. my butt out of the way and I was like, well, pastor's smarter than I am. <laughs> uh, it, I realized that I was learning things and the intricate yes. things that you were telling me to do, you were also teaching me so yeah. I could I could do it higher than yeah. I would have on my own. And in getting rid of the insubordinate thoughts of, well, this is making me take long, it helped me to see, oh no, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, but it's helped me to trust like when things, because yes. you and I do things very, have done things, approach things differently. Yeah. And so when it's different, it's helped me to see no, there's a benefit in here, yeah. not just for him, for me too. And I'm going to learn more so yeah. I can do it yeah. better for him yeah. and the Lord. Well, it, it reminds me of the parable of the wedding feast, you know, where like, because I, I mean, I, I know ministers and I know different people who, who God's calling them to do something. They've admitted it. They talked about it. God wants me to do this. Um, and as they begin to pursue it, you know, little things happen yeah you know and over time oh well you know we must have not heard right we must have missed yeah. it you know yeah. and just over time you know they allowed these little things to to completely knock yeah. them off of obedience you know i've yeah. like i know people who are called into the ministry you know but but you know right now they need to focus on i want to buy a house or i need to focus on right. these other things you know but yeah. when the whole time god's inviting them to something beautiful he's yeah. inviting them to this feast this wedding feast you know this this beautiful life this beautiful living but like you you see here the um in in matthew 22 in this parable like god's in, the the king's inviting them to this feast 
And it, uh, and it says, but they made light of it. And yes. they went their ways, one to a farm, another to his, to his, to his business, you know, um, uh, he, he, and, and another one, you know, it talks about how like one of them's, well, I just bought a field, you know, so I need to tend to that so I can't come. You yeah. know, another one, yeah. oh, well, I just got married so I can't come, you know, like none of these things are wrong or wicked and evil in themselves. Yes. But because they've taken light of the instruction and the direction of God and they've, yeah. uh, well, you know, I, they're essentially they're Id- idolizing these well, I, I need to focus more on my field than on yeah. what the instruction yes. that, that I'm given. Their, 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 their passivity um, has led them into rebellion, into idolatry, yeah. into witchcraft. Yeah. When, when in all honesty, they don't see it that way. It's not just like no, this they, big they thing. No, they don't see it that way. It's not yeah. like it's, a, a, it's always this huge yeah. big thing because you were yeah. talking about that. It could be just a small thing where, where, yeah. you're getting, where God gives you an instruction and you don't see how it'll work out, and you say, "Well, you know, when I have the finances, whenever I, you know, whenever things start working out, then I'll begin to pursue it." Well, if that's the case, you'll never get into it because the enemy will always ensure there's yes. a reason for you to to disobey. Yeah. And, and and we can unintentionally be living a full life of rebellion while we think we're doing the right thing, but yeah. in reality, we find ourselves getting further and further away from God. Well, one of the things that reminds me of is when George and I, when we were married and we were moving back here, we were asking the Lord where, um, where to live, and the Lord told us, I've called you to live in Albemarle, like I've called you to Albemarle. Mm-hmm. So when we were looking for a place to live, you know, there were different houses available in different towns, like not far, like Richfield, that's not mm-hmm. far. Uh, this is important. Like different yeah. places. And so we, I don't even think we looked at them. We had talked with you. We went back to the Lord and the Lord said, I called you to Albemarle. Yeah. Like we looked in Baden, I think once, mm-hmm. which is 10 minutes down the road. It's yeah. not far. Yeah. And the Lord again said, I called you to Albemarle. Mm. And we realized we're not supposed to leave Albemarle. So yeah. we got our house in Albemarle. That mm. seems little. And mm. now that we're at a point where it's we're not little. Where we're yeah. believing the Lord for a house. Like George and I got back together and we're like, okay, let's has this changed? Our yeah. instruction hasn't changed. We're called to Albemarle. Yeah. So looking outside of Albemarle, yeah. even if it's close to Albemarle, yeah. God didn't say, I want you to live close. Yeah. He says, I want you to live in Albemarle. Yeah. And he could change it at the last sure, minute, sure. but he hasn't yet. No. And God's specific on that. And that's like, if I, um, you know, here's the thing is we have habits and put, put this in the comment. How I respond to my superiors yeah. is how I will respond to God. Yeah. Yeah. How I respond to my superiors is how I will respond to God. Yeah. And so I'll watch as a pastor, if I say something very specific to you, like go out the back door and go get two leaves out of the woods, i watch and see which door somebody will go out. Why? Because I can tell how you're going to respond to God mm-hmm. by how you respond to me. Because we are uh, creatures of habit and the honor that we will give to our superiors is the honor of our heart that we will actually give uh, to God as yeah. well. How we treat others 
and our superiors is how we'll treat God. Yeah. And so I watch those specifics. And, it's, and here's why. Am I watching just so I can police that? No. no, I'm not watching it to police it. It's because I've learned how important those things are. And I can tell where your level is. I can tell. Why, why, is, why are these things important? Why? Because the Bible says very clearly in two places that when you humble yourself to God in his ways, he will give you grace. And one place says he'll give you greater grace. Yeah. God will pour out a supernatural power and a supernatural favor in your life when we humble ourselves and we submit ourselves. But then the other thing he says is, if you honor me, I will honor you. Mm -hmm. So when we get specific and we don't push beyond submission, uh, when we don't rebel against things, we'll step out of witchcraft and divination, we'll step out of insubordination, and we'll literally step into the blessing, the honor, and the supernatural grace of God. Yeah. This is the place where God wants us to be. And these things are very important. So I've learned that if God tells me a specific thing to do, if I will do that specific thing, I'm going to be blessed. I don't always know how, why, I don't always know all the details, but I know I'll be blessed because his word tells me so. Yeah. And so I've learned if I don't pay attention to those things, then I'm going to be missing the boat somehow. Mm -hmm. And I want to make those habits in my life. So if my, you know, if one of my leaders tells me something to do, I won't, uh, thank you Lord for bringing back that. Uh, I want to do exactly what they say. Uh, I remember one time, uh, Pastor J.B. came here, and he came to do a teaching. He said, here's what I want, and he gave me instructions. He said, I want these words, four words on these pages. I want 100 copies of each. I want the word to be big all across the page, across the top of the page. Big, bold letters filling up the, the whole top of the page. And I said, okay. I, brought, I went and got it accomplished. I brought him back for that meeting that we were having, and he looked at it and he just smiled. He said, I've said that same statement to many pastors. You're the first one who actually did it. And I, first of all, I was, I was happy that I had done it. That's so sad, though. But that made me sad because you have pastors and leaders that don't understand uh, honor and the difference between honor and insubordination. They don't understand these small things and how to follow a command. And uh, I think it really pleased him, but it's sad. It's sad that, and now you start to understand how churches can be in trouble if we have leaders that don't understand how to follow a command. Yeah. And so we're not fit to lead other people until we understand. Remember what the centurion said, I'm a man under authority. Yeah. That's what made him, and that's how I have authority is because I'm a man under authority. In other words, as I submit myself to my authority, that's where my authority is empowered. Yeah. When I submit myself to my leaders, that's when I get authority. The centurion understood that, and that's why his faith was great. Hear that. The centurion understood insubordination, and that's why his faith was great. Yeah. Many people don't have great faith because they don't understand how to honor and submit to their authority, yeah. and they won't have great power. Uh, but as you go forward, you'll have more and more power. These are huge lessons, yeah. Yeah. huge lessons in ministry, but people don't understand it. And so they, they don't understand how true submission and authority is supposed to work. Mm -hmm. True submission and authority is not uh, when we always agree, it's when we disagree, like yeah. what you were saying earlier. And those things are important. And you, don't, you didn't realize everything that I was telling you to do 
or why. But now as you go forward, you, you're, you'll start, it's kind of like, you know, uh, you know, the Karate Kid and Mr. Miyagi. He didn't understand why he was telling him wax on, wax off until he got in a fight and those muscles went pow, you know, and blocked it. I'm so yeah, <laughs> You're the, but you don't realize that following those instructions set you up for success. Yeah. Yeah. And put that in the comments, please. Following instructions sets you up for success. Yeah. You know, and that's it's so important. But but people are not walking in grace that God wants them to have because they don't see these part these pieces. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first commandment with the promise: Honor your father. Yes. Lord, for this is right. So that it will be well for you and you'll live long yeah. on this earth. Well, what, what, what's the promise attached to? It's attached to the, the honor and the submission with your parents. And I mean, you look at a, you look at a father and like a, a five-year-old boy. You yeah. know, and the boy's walking over to, to the light plug with a fork in his hand. You know, like, yeah. I want to see what happens. Well, the father has significantly more wisdom and understanding of the situation, and he'll give the boy instruction. But if the boy just turns around and does it anyway, yeah. he's going to learn a lesson real quick. And you don't, and that that boy can't turn around and say, "Well, my father wanted me this wanted this to happen to me," you know. And people do that with God all the time. You yeah. Know, like, like God gives them an instruction, they don't follow it, and they say, "Well, he has some kind of weird plan and all this. I don't know why he's doing this. But yeah. He's yeah. doing it for a reason." But but the reality is, God gave us an instruction. You know. And so when when a child learns to honor and submit and to obey their parents, even when they don't understand the full situation or the full scenario, it trains them to honor God. Yeah. It yeah. trains them. That's why that's why God says then it will be well for you and you'll live long on the earth. Yes. Not just because you, you honored and submitted to your parents, but because when you can honor and submit to, to an authority that you can see, it trains you to honor yes. the, the ultimate authority that you can't see. Yes. You know, and, and if we can't honor an authority yeah. that we can see, how are we ever going to expect ourselves to yeah. honor an authority yeah. we can't see? You know, I, I know that there are people watching, like I can see some of the numbers right now. I'm sure there are more on YouTube and whatnot. And I would encourage you, don't just think of today as like, oh, it's the weird witchcraft day. Like, oh, no it's, no, it's a lot more than that. These are, like, as you were talking, what I, I just saw, like, a flash of what the Lord will do with the people who will esteem this. Like, I yeah. saw bosses who have been frustrated yeah. with their employees. There are keys in this that if you go back and esteem this yes. word, he'll show you how to get the employees yes. to the place where they're functioning at the level you want. If you're an employee frustrated with your boss or your coworkers, there are keys in this that'll show you how to change your position at work. Yes. This entire thing, top to bottom, is one that you should go back and rewatch because if you'll put the esteem of God on this broadcast, yes. you'll take it, you'll let your heart be softened to it. The Lord will make you the head. Yes. You will never be the tail. Yeah. If you take yeah. the principles we're talking about today and make them yours, you will be promoted leaps and bounds and you will see the glory of God and the blessing of God on your jobs and your mm. homes. But it's, I esteem this one. Like yeah. this, the Lord showed me, I, I'm excited. Like yeah. it made me this, excited. This is one of those, one of those broadcasts yesterday and today. This is one of those broadcasts that you want to watch and re-watch mm -hmm. because if you'll grab these things, God will start to honor you and your life yeah. in such ways yeah. 
that you'll just have to lift your hands and yeah. praise God on a regular basis because he'll start to pile the blessings in your life. It, that, and it's so important, but I've watched over years that so many people really do not get it. They yeah. don't understand yeah. it, and they're not walking it. And, and they, I watch as people don't have that. Share the broadcast. There's somebody yeah. that needs to hear this portion, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll, it'll benefit them greatly. Amen. And watch it again yourself, mm-hmm. because these are not just things that you amen it today and you've got it to all tomorrow. You need to get it inside of you. It needs to not just be in your head, but it, you need to get that down into your heart, into the core of who you are. And you only get that by continuing to put that in, meditating on the word day and night, and then it'll, you'll become these things. And so, amen. <laughs> he said, can you listen to God while you're knitting? Sure, you can listen to God while you're doing pretty much anything if you're being attentive. You actually um, gave that as an example in one of your reset classes at the very beginning in 2014. If you're knitting or crocheting and you're in the room as a lady, you can ask the Lord to help you do it faster. It was I did. Way, <laughs> That's way, way, way awesome. back. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yes, I've answered that years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome that you remember that. I know. It, was, the Holy it Ghost. was very distinct in my brain of, okay. That's, yeah. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> Priscilla said yes in the sound booth, too. So I heard witnesses. it, yeah. We have two witnesses. I answered that by the Holy Ghost in 2014. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. So that's funny. Um, one of the things I think that's really important is that we will just simply uh, make this a piece of our lifestyle, that we will continue to walk in this all the time, that we walk in that honor. Don't push beyond. You know, one of the things with King Saul is, he had the command, but he pushed the command. Yeah. He pushed beyond submission. And, and he thought he was doing right, but he was wrong yeah. because he didn't listen. He didn't heed the command. He didn't listen to it. And uh, it's, it's very important. And I'll be, I've found that the Lord has had me be very specific in instructions, but also in listening to instructions. And, uh, and when the Lord gives me a word, I will immediately, as quickly as I can, write that word down. I, won't, I don't want to go back five years from now and give a paraphrase of yeah. the word. He said specifically yeah. what it was, and that word that's alive today will be alive uh, five, ten years from now, twenty years from now. So I pay attention. I go back to it. I want to hear exactly what was said. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people are telling me dreams that they think that God might have given them, I want to know exactly mm-hmm. what you saw. I want details. I want you to tell me the exact words. And you've heard me ask that. Say, is that exactly what he said? And you've watched it. And I've, I've been the same way. Where it's, oh, well, no, he said this. All right, I need to hear that part. Not, not anything else. Don't add anything to it. You can give me commentary later. But while you're giving me the core of it, yeah. tell me exactly what he said. Yeah. Because what, exactly what he said is always important. And you'll, you'll watch that. I'll, you know. There are specifics, and if we'll follow those specifics, it can be very important. But yet we can have, like on that same instruction as an example, if I told you to go out the back door um, and go do that, and somebody else can be sitting there, well, what difference does it make? That's exactly how the devil operated in the garden. Did he really say that? And see, she didn't know exactly what God said, and that's what trapped her. She did not know the specifics of what God told Adam. 
Adam had not communicated it clearly or she had not honored it clearly. And it's probably a little bit of both, but she hadn't meditated on that word and that's what caused her a problem. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to be in rebellion and we don't want to push beyond yeah. uh, what's been said. And these things will cause you uh, to grow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin said the details matter. When God says something, the details matter. Yeah. And uh, amen. So now here's another thing. So as we're moving into this uh, portion, uh, the broadcast, we give it and sow it into the world. And we want it to help people. We want your life to go up. Yeah. Uh, but there are people that God will put on their heart. I want to be a part of what you're doing to sow the gospel, to sow uh, the, the good news of Jesus Christ all around the world. And if that's you, we make it easy for you. But here's the other thing. We don't just, we're not just looking for people that want to sow with us. We are doing that. That's, that's a God... Uh, Dynamic. That's a God relationship yeah. that God puts together. We are looking for that, but that's not all. We want you in your place, in your finances to go to a different level. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And so each day the Lord has instructed us uh, to teach a little bit about finance. And I'll just say this, uh, tithes, tithing and offerings are God's way. And we can say this is a place where people can get into rebellion and insubordination yeah. by saying, I don't have to tithe and I don't have to give offerings. And what they're doing is they're throwing away tons of scripture that say that it's right. And they'll literally uh, plant the seeds of rebellion and insubordination. And that's what the fruit will they'll have in their life and in their finances. But God said, I've set away in his word, I've set away of abundance to come to my people. Yeah. And it's through the tithes and through the offerings. Yeah. And uh, so when people will say, I want to sow, I want to return the tenth, the tithe back to God. That's his. It's holy. I'm not touching it. They are submitting them themselves to God's way. What are they setting themselves up for? A system yeah. of God's honor and grace on their finances and on yeah. the rest of their life. And then when they say, okay, I've given the tithe back to God. Now I want to be a cheerful and abounding sower. They are are submitting themselves to God's system of bringing abundance into their life. This is seen in 2 Corinthians 9, uh, just obviously one of my favorite passages on sowing. And um, when you do that, you're saying, Lord, I'm going to submit myself. And so you can start that today. You can say, Lord, I don't want to be rebellious. Yeah. I want to reap the fruit of honor. I want to reap the fruit of submission to you. I want to reap the harvest of your kingdom. I want all things to be added to me. Okay, then today can, can be the day that you jumpstart that. You can do that simply by saying, Lord, I want to start tithing and giving and sowing into your kingdom by giving offerings today. And if that's you, you can give on uh, Facebook. You can just type in in the comments, hashtag donate and the amount. Uh, or you can go to givebc.org and there you can sow into the kingdom. Whatever the Lord tells you, you know, yeah. the amount uh, is important, but what's really important about it is your obedience. Yeah. And, you know, the widow gave more than anybody else. Jesus said she only yeah. gave two mites, basically like two pennies at the, at the max. And that was a, an obedient offering that was more than anybody else there. 
All right. So the amount is important only because it's what God tells you. It's the obedience to that amount. Yeah. Uh, so some people don't be condemned if you ha if God tells you a small amount, but don't be afraid if he tells you a big one. Yeah. Just ask him what he wants you to give. And all of a sudden we'll move straight into submission. We'll, we'll move straight into honoring God and God will pour out a supernatural grace harvest on your life as we honor him in our heart. His word tells us so, and I trust him at his word, and you can trust him at his word as well. So Lord, right now, anybody who's giving today, either by Facebook or over at the website, whichever one it is, uh, whenever they give, whenever they may see this and give, Father, we just ask right now, receive that in Jesus' name. And let it be multiplied, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. In the name of Jesus, Father, let supernatural increase come into their life. Let honor be poured out. And let it be quick, Lord. Let it be a quick increase in Jesus' name. A supernatural multiplication and increase in their lives quickly. Let the testimonies come back quick. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Did you catch how many times the word quick was just said right there? <laughs> it's going to come quick. He, <laughs> expecting quick. If he said quick, then he meant quick. Mm -hmm. So, amen. Yeah, and I, that was him. That was the Holy Ghost giving me the words to pray. Yeah. He wants to bring about quick things. Yeah, you amen. don't always say that. And no. You just said it like three or four times. <laughs> amen. Glory to God. <laughs> amen. amen. Well, we love you, and it's been a great day. Share the broadcast. Amen. Receive quick. Amen. Priscilla said that. I receive quick. Amen. And uh, we praise God for you. We are excited for what God's doing in your life. It's going to get better and better, and we're going to have a great day tomorrow as well. Are you all ready? Yeah, we are. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Amen. Tomorrow, it's Q&A day with Buddy and Pastor. If you have... Good questions, Q even if they're not good questions. Like, if you just have questions, send them on in. I know we had some awesome ones sent in last week, and Buddy and Pastor are going to be tackling that tomorrow. Sure. It's going to be great. Amen. Make sure that you tune in. It's going to be such a good one. And we love you. Be blessed. Make sure that if you are available, Pastor's going to be going live with Pakistan here in about an hour or so. So yeah. you can hop back on. The YouTube link is up in the comments. Um, I can go ahead and reshare it here when I'm done talking. But... We'll put it on our Facebook page, too, if we can, and yeah. see if you can join us. It's going to be so good. Amen. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great, great day. Love you. Love you.